Hey everyone, this is Patrick Cagiatore with No Struggle, No Story. Uh, here on No Struggle, No Story, we put a huge emphasis on talking with the best athletes in the world about some of the struggles and adversities they face in their life and what they've done to cope with them and use them as learning experiences rather than what many would perceive as a, a negative experience or feeling. So this week, I'm super excited to bring on a Gamecock tennis player, Mia Horvitt. Mia is the first freshman in Gamecock history to become an All-American, was part of the number one ranked doubles team in the country, along with Ingrid Martins, uh, to finish in 2019, and holds the most wins uh, in NCAAs in Gamecock history. So thank you so much for coming on today, Mia. Yeah, no, thanks, Pat, for having me. I'm super excited just to share a little bit about my story and to hear what's going on around the world, too, with everybody else. But um, just to kind of, like, dive deep into my personal story, I just want to talk about before I came to uh, South Carolina, I was kind of unsure, like, where I wanted to go or even what I wanted to do. Um, I traveled a bunch, going to ITF tournaments, professional tournaments, and even the United States, just playing USDA tournaments. And right before uh, it was during my senior year. I was about to play the French Open. I got a torn ligament in my left wrist. And I was like, okay, great. Do I need surgery? How long am I out for? So there's a lot of stuff like up in the air and like what I wanted to do. And college was an option. But even before that, my main goal was to turn professional and give it a shot on tour. But luckily at the time I was training at College Park up in Maryland. And um, there was somebody up there helping me out, Vesta and Megan. They got me connected with Kevin Epley they're just like give it a shot and then from there the second I called him like I knew just from the vibe I got from him that he really wanted to help you know just player development within the student athletes and help them wherever their path is whether that's professional or just like in the business industry so I ended up calling him and right when I spoke to him that's when I actually committed I never had like my official or even went out yeah. to other schools so I took a big leap of faith right there, kind of just trying to figure out, okay, I'm committed now, not to a small school, but to a school where it's like, there's so much going on. So that was another thing of like, will I get lost? Will I be able to stay on path? And even taking off a year, how will my tennis game be from not playing physically and just like mentally, just everything going on? Will I be able to maintain that still competitiveness with the other girls coming in too? No, for sure. I think that's a really, really cool story. So, I mean, you have like this injury coming out, uh, coming out like your senior year of high school, right? And so did that maybe sway your decision a little bit? Like, were you struggling a little bit with confidence or uh, what was that like going into like, you know, your freshman year of college? Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like not being able to play for a long time and then being able to have like a top ranking in juniors to all of a sudden playing like rookie tournaments, locals. It's just like I had to restart everything all over again. And it's like if I was losing to some people, to me, I was like, great. This is just like beginner tennis, like my level. I know where it's at or it was at the time. And now I have to restart. It's just like basically teaching yourself how to walking all over again. So it was really tough. And then even just like getting used to the whole college atmosphere, just really nervous because I was homeschooled for a majority of my time in high school. So then just the whole social life and just – not being around people and getting used to like going on a schedule. I was used to doing just my own thing, but having to be a part of a team, getting used to the girls on the team, listening and following the standards. That was something that I was just like really on myself about because I mean, you know, like any athlete, like the second that you don't start doing what the coach tells you to do, like you're basically not involved. And that was one thing 
there was a lot of pressure too going into pretty much all years that was another thing is that like my freshman year honestly I didn't really know much about anything in college with whether it was like conferences or tournaments rankings I don't even know like when I when I got to the round of 16 the NCAAs in my singles tournament my coach came up to me he's like you're an all-american and I was like I have no idea what that means <laughs> he was like he's like he's like what do you mean and I was like I know I'm an American like I'm from the United States but I don't know what that means and then the, 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 referee, the referee ended up coming up to me he's like oh it's a really prestigious like thing like you know you should really be proud of yourself and I was like that's cool I just still don't know what that means so then awesome. with like all the accolades that I got that year going to my sophomore year I was like okay I have to like defend everything like I was putting like a load of pressure on myself like trying not to screw things up be better than I was last year and I got so caught up in the and like not the now, but more of the past. And that kind of took a tumble on me. Sure. And How, then, um, when that happens, uh, when you come out and you have like this really, like, you don't really have any pressure going in freshman year. Like it's kind of all up in the air. You're just kind of finding your way. Right. And so you have this super successful freshman year. And so going into sophomore, when you feel those expectations and like the, that pressure, how were you able to like judge your success? Right. So, I mean, because I mean, maybe you weren't winning as much, but how are you judging like how well you were doing like individually? I think the big thing too is like every year you're going to get more players on the team. You're going to lose players on the team. You're going to get more used to the environment and what you have to do. And the biggest thing that like I realized is that I can't focus too much on the ranking and on the tournaments more of like how can I grow as a player that'll help me get better when I want to play professionally and I think that when I switched that mindset of the long-term goal rather than like what's in front of me that took some pressure off me but when you're just focusing so much on like all these little things you kind of get lost and confused on like the bigger picture and like what you're trying to work towards absolutely so do you so you feel like that bigger goal really helped you stay grounded and kind of focus on becoming like a better person and becoming a better player and just focusing in like day by day on like how you can get better each day yeah for sure like the matches like if I lost a match I used to like beat myself up about it and be like wow all I do is just like that simple thing that I kept working on every day in practice instead of okay I lost a match what did I do wrong and how can I get myself better for the next match that'll help me down the road so it's just like the little things that you can't really beat yourself about, about but just kind of like focus more on the bigger picture. That's where I started like taking things and getting more like easier on myself rather than just getting frustrated about like stuff that I shouldn't really get frustrated about. No, I think that's really cool because I think that kind of just details a growth mindset really, which is like what a lot of people can learn from because especially in college athletics, you know, you do feel this weight on your shoulders, I guess, for your team, not only for yourself. And so like, if you're looking at it from just a wins and losses perspective, I know I definitely succumb to like, you know, beating myself up really badly and feeling like I let my team down and thing go, things like that. But at the end of the day, I felt like I've kind of learned that you can really only do the best you can. And that's the key is that like, if you're getting better, and you know that you're doing everything in your power, then at the end of the day, you can come out of there realizing that, you know, be content with that. Definitely. And also, like, I think the biggest thing, too, is, like, you can't please everybody. And that was, like, a big thing, too, is, like, I can't make everybody happy. Like, I do want to make the coaches happy and do everything they want. But at the end of the day, like, 
you have to be a little selfish and say, okay, you know what, how can I do things that make myself happy as well? You got to balance out between the coaches, the teammates and yourself. Cause if you just focus on just one extreme, it's not going to help you down the road. No, you can't. I mean, you're going to have a critic no matter what you're doing, you know, whether it be business post tennis or, uh, in front with friends and your social life, anything, there's always going to be people that, you know, maybe don't believe in what you're doing as much as you and stuff. And so, that's an interesting point because you talk about like, yeah, pleasing others and stuff like that. And then you talked about you were, you know, homeschooled for most of your junior, junior life. And so you get into this group with like a ton of people and all of a sudden you're with some other great players as well at a big program. Like, did you ever get caught up in like maybe comparing yourself to like your teammates or comparing yourself to others throughout like that process? Uh, like for me, someone that I really admire was Ingrid Martins, my doubles partner. Uh, not only because, well, I roomed with her actually for all three years and I just looked up to her. I mean, she was an idol of mine, just like all the accomplishments, uh, accomplishments that she achieved. Just like it showed me every day, not really comparing myself like, oh, wow, she has all this. But like, wow, she can do this. Like I can do the same thing. And I just really looked up to her, try to follow her during practice. And then in the, even in tournaments, just how she was as a whole of like a leader it's pretty much like a leadership standpoint of how she pushes everybody every day and that really inspired me to do the same thing for like my my senior year as well but um I think it's great like having there's like a 10 girls on a team I think the biggest thing is like not really comparing yourself to other people or focusing too much on like all right who's better or like all that competitiveness like there's always going to be that but instead of just like bringing yourself together with the teammates and really like helping each other out. Like for example, she would help me out with something that I need to work with, but then I didn't realize I would help her out with things that she needed to work with too. So just like really like that, that bonding, that friendship really helped us through um, our college career. So I think it's really important to a big thing is just to listen to your peers, like listen to what everyone has to say, whether you don't like it, there's going to be times where people say things and honestly, you just got to like bite your tongue. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's going to help you down the road. Oh, I think that's really cool because a lot of people get into that environment from tennis and, you know, life period can be, you know, very individual, you know, for a lot of like your high school career. And then you get, they can kind of get into that um, cycle of, man, he's doing so well and my teammates doing so great. Like, why am I not there? Like I work just as hard. And I think it's really cool that you actually compare in like a great way. Like you take, what the best attributes from your teammates and you actually decide to build instead of break, you know? And I think that's a really cool thing that people can learn from because it can very often go the other way around, I think. And so do you feel like that doing that and really using that mindset of learning like of the great attributes from your teammates helped kind of build this support system that kind of helped fuel you throughout like your college career and helped you build like not only like as a tennis player, but as a person as well. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think like the whole mindset and how you like perceive things. Like if you're going to think of negative thoughts throughout the day, negativity is just going to happen to you. Like if you try to like build things and make things positive around you, for sure, just the energy around you is going to be a lot better and you're going to be in a happier environment. But I definitely think like even for us, like since we're so used to being by ourselves, just tennis and like, in general, just an individual sport, you come into a team where you have to like be friends, or not even have to be friends, but you just like have to do well together because if you like if it's individual on the court then that's not really a team sport in order in college like you know the drill like you have to get those points on the board to win but I think definitely for like for anybody out there I mean whether it's 
tennis or a different sport, just like the whole, the whole like team, like friendship, the bonding part is so big because it's like if you guys can mesh well off the court or off the field, then your chemistry on the court is going to be so well because you know you built that foundation of like you trust each other. And that's the biggest thing is if you can trust each other and you know that they have your back, then you're going to lay, you're going to lay everything out on the line too. So it helps you become an, a better person and a better player without even realizing like what's going on. No, I think that's an awesome point because that doesn't only like happen in tennis. I would say, I would say like if you build like a great group of friends around you and stuff like that, even in regular life, you know, you don't realize like the great attributes that you take from, you know, from them on a daily basis, for instance, like your roommates in college, you know, whether they be athletes or not, but you're around them so often that you kind of build these habits right and i think that's a really cool point that you talk about how you guys basically built these habits off of each other and built this trust like because when things go bad you know in anything i think you need this support system and this group of people that can kind of help bring you up and kind of make you realize that you know the bad days aren't so bad and the great days are great so yeah no it's also like i mean it's tough too because you're getting thrown in a group of people that you don't know unless you know the people that you're committing with but majority of the time you don't really know the people that you're with so it's like do I trust them how do I trust them so it takes a lot of time for sure but you gotta like it takes both people to kind of open up to each other it's not really like a one-way thing but I mean there's a lot of like even that's like a struggle too like in college of just really trusting the people on your team for I'm not saying just for us but just for anyone in general Cause you have some introverts and extroverts and it's like, how can you get out of your comfort zone? And that's the biggest thing too in sport. It's just like, how can I push myself to get better every day without thinking, okay, well, if I do change things, will that make me better or worse? Mm -hmm. For sure. The, uh, I think that comes down to kind of trusting in yourself and trusting in like your morals and like what you really believe in and you know i've known you to be a hard worker for all the time and you know you always were like looking forward rather than backwards and so do you feel like what morals of i mean if those are them that's great but like what morals do you think you really kind of like stuck to that helped you get through those times where like maybe you just didn't know maybe you weren't so confident in the decision i mean i really have like my family to help support me and get through these like tough times i think even growing up with just not living with them for, for three years, I was, I mean, I'm from Florida, but I was training in Maryland and New Jersey for majority of the time. So just being away from them, not really knowing who has my back. So I had to deal with being by myself and then for quite some time and then having them really support me and just like talking through it. They're always constantly reminding me like, okay, what's your purpose? What do you want from this? So, I mean, I took some time to think to myself, okay, like, is it worth doing all this? Is it worth going through, like, the pain, the struggle of, like, trying to be the best that I can be? Because if not, I mean, they told me, if not, you can go to college, you can get a job, you can do what you want to do, but we're here to support you. But as long as you're doing what you're doing, you have to give it your all, because other than that, why bother trying? So that mm -hmm. was always, like, a constant reminder of, okay, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to put, like, 100% in, because if I'm not going to do it, why bother doing it? Uh, I mean, that's awesome because I think there's a great uh, saying where it's like the pain of not trying is way worse than the pain of defeat once you tried. Uh, and I think that's a really great one because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, if you realize that you really gave everything you had and you put all forth, then you can be content with that because 
you know, the outcome may or may not be what you want, but at the end of the day, like the effort was, and I think that's a really cool point. No, definitely. I really like, I actually like that a lot, yeah, but um, no, for no, sure I can awesome. relate to that. For sure. And so, you know, touching on one more thing is, so you talked about you had that success, right? Uh, like your freshman year and then your junior year, uh, you guys won the SEC title. You guys uh, had a huge, huge year, right? And so you came into your senior year with how many new freshmen? I think it was six, five? Well, originally we had six and then one, one girl, um, she decided to drop out. But I mean, still, it's a big class of freshmen, right? For there. sure. So you bring in this new class and all of a sudden, like, you know, you're the, you're the oldest one. You're like the leader of the team, right? And so what, how did you deal with, you know, that's also some expectation, right? You have these expectations on yourself to lead the team and stuff. So what did you kind of hold on to to help kind of, you know, build this culture with this new group of girls and kind of, you know, how did you guys judge your success this season? Yeah, I know. Honestly, like before, before they came in, there was a lot of noise from other other people, other universities, just a lot of noise, negativity saying like, oh, well, they had their one year run. Now they're going to not be so good because they have a brand new team coming in. And like all of that, I thought like I was listening to it, but it was just going in one year, not the other year. Cause I was like, you know what, honestly, like people can say what they want to say, but like they don't know. The thing about game clock culture is like our coaches take players, whether they were like highly ranked players in juniors or not. And but our biggest thing is just like hard work beats talent. So like, so our biggest thing that we're honing on to this year was just working hard day in and day out and really trusting the process and like, and like, especially within each other during training too. So even though we had some uh, rocky moments against teams that maybe we should have beaten, but um, they played well, we couldn't let that beat us down the biggest thing was just like focusing on our standards and our goals and like the same thing I was talking about about me individually you can't really get caught up too much in the moment but of like what you want down the road so like I said it's not how you start it's how you finish um when SEC season started we were undefeated until season got canceled but I think everyone finally got the hang of things we started working together we started figuring out how could we do things together on and off the court so I think it was just getting more matches under our belt and making sure the freshmen like kind of understand what our culture was. And honestly, it takes time. Like no one's perfect. You can't really pick up things right from the bat. That's the case. I mean, that's awesome, but everything takes time. And I think once we started to get things going, I mean, the ball was running like rolling, like everyone was really doing well. Even the freshmen, like you could tell, like there's a stark difference from like the start of how season was to um, the end so I was really happy with how things were going and I'm super excited too for hopefully the fall of things pick back up Absolutely. but um definitely no, things were awesome. going the right way when uh when you guys took like those early losses and like you had this group of girls who you know they haven't really experienced like that that season and like the kind of ups and downs of college tennis how were you how did you like help them manage maybe like confidence and make them realize that if they're doing the right things, like things are going to like, there's better days ahead. Is that something you guys preached when you guys took some of those tough, like quote unquote, tough losses for, you know, a program of your guys caliber? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's obviously going to sting a lot, but I think the biggest thing, since it's new for them, they didn't really know. Okay. Like, should we have won that? Should we have won that match or okay. Could we have done better or how was it? Did we do well? Cause 
they're new. But then as a senior, the upperclassmen, like we know the expectations of how we should be doing. So I think it definitely hit me more than it hit them. And that was something that I had to deal with besides taking care of them is also, all right, I can't put all that pressure on myself of making it my fault of like, okay, we should have beat that team. So I think the biggest thing is taking time for myself and really looking at it. It's a new team. I can't put that much pressure on them or on myself because it's not the same as the girls last year or the years before. It's brand new. We have to work with what we have and make sure we can work harder each day to get to where we were last year. So it's just like letting them know that they feel confident in themselves that there's going to be days that's really hard. There are going to be days where you don't play your best, but it's like, how can you work with it? And how do you get better for the next day? So I think just checking in really with each other and making sure that like everyone's good. Of course, people need time for sure, but just making sure that everyone's not letting that exactly not letting that loss really get to them. No, I think that's really cool. Cause I mean, that's a perspective that, yeah, like you talk about all the noise that you guys were hearing and you very easily could go like, well, damn, like maybe, like maybe that's the, maybe that's the case, right? You have like this whole new core group, but I think having that perspective and make, realizing your situation is something that's so important. And maybe just like one of the last points to touch on is you talked about like, yeah, that wasn't, that's not the same team as last year. Right. And so a lot of people in business or life or school or anything, they can be like, they can very easily, if they're not doing as well as they were once, they can say, man, like I was so much better back then. But how do, would you say that it helps you grow when you bring in this new experience? And like, what have you really like learned from it the most uh, about like yourself? Like maybe the, you, maybe you guys, you guys could have won an SEC title, but you were struggling a little bit more than your previous team. So how did, what did you learn about it and learn about yourself maybe uh, through that experience? I think you just have to like take that chapter and really be excited about it. The more you kind of like play around and tell yourself, you know what, this is a new opportunity to get better. Like, how can we like make this work? How can we all get together and not compare ourselves from the people that we were last year or the team that we were last year, but more take on, okay, what can you bring to the table? Okay. I bring this to the table. You bring that to the table. That's awesome. How can we get together and make this work out? So that's like a big thing too is, there's so much, I mean, we had three great seniors last year and there was a lot, all we heard was a lot, you know, a lot about them, which is awesome. We look up to them, but I can even tell for like some of the freshmen, it was, it was kind of scary, for example, because it's like, how can I be like them? Like they did so well. Like, how can you like top that off? I mean, honestly, it's like everyone brings so much that they don't even realize because you're just looking outside rather than looking within so it's like just taking down notes. Honestly, I've been journaling a lot and that's really helped me just kind of for going forward for like my matches or even just training, just writing down like two or three things that I want to work on and that I've accomplished and things that I need to work on. So it just makes me look back at, okay, this is the goal. This is how I can get better. And even this is how like I can help my teammates out too. It doesn't have to be like tennis. It can just be like anything really. So I think that was something that helped me realize, okay, this is what I need to do to become a better person. But I think just like touching up on what you were saying, sorry if I get a little like off track. No, but, it's all good. But I think just for like the freshmen, I think that as long as they they focus more on themselves too and like the togetherness rather than the what ifs and like, oh, what if they say this and it's not good enough, that'll help them like hone into like 
a lot of confidence and on what they can bring bring out and invest in themselves i think there's a really interesting point that i actually don't know who who it's from but they talk about like building up people's strengths rather than breaking down on their weaknesses and stuff like that and i think you're really talking about that and like being grateful for like what your team already what your team this year has and like what you guys have like right now and i think a lot of people can learn from that like during like this whole corona time i think right everyone is looking at like the negatives you know like man like you can't go outside man you sometimes you have to wear a mask like all this stuff but at the same time like you can look at it also that like wow like we look at all the great things that we still have like right now even during that time and i think you're kind of touching on something similar where you say like no we all do this great and like this is what's going to push us forward and this is what we can work with and we're going to make the best of what we've got and i think that's a really cool point yeah, no, definitely. Like, there was a little thing that my coach used to tell me, like, growing up, if I, if I played a match and I won it, all right, talk about it for no more than an hour. Talk about as much as you want, get happy about it. After that, the match is over, even though the match is focused on. If you have a match that you lost and it was really bad or you just don't like whatever happened, uh, you, can only, you can only talk about it for no more than 20 minutes after that. Don't say a single thing. Because it's like the more you drag things out, you get more like focused on it. And it affects you, honestly, because like you don't want to drain your energy. There's no, there's no need for that. Because like, how do you get yourself better at the end of the day by whether you're like, I mean, of course, you want to hype yourself up, but all right, move on. You have other things you want to accomplish okay. or why beat yourself up about it if it's not going to get you anywhere. So I really like focus in on that. And that's helped me throughout my, my career, too. That's awesome. That's awesome. So kind of closing in on like the last question. So for all the viewers and stuff like that, if you could give them like one piece of advice when they're going through like an adversity or struggle, similar to some of the ones that you've been through, uh, what would you tell them uh, to, to do? I say you reach out to people because like you're not the only person that's going through. There's so many people out there going through struggles and as long as you like have that one person friend family anybody or just someone to talk to just to get it out because it's not really it's hard to keep it to yourself and like once you do things just build up build up and eventually you're going to explode but as long as you have someone that could help you just even listen to you help you with some advice i think that'll definitely help them down the road that's awesome thank you so much and yeah that was really really cool uh podcast and i'm super pumped to have you on and uh i'm really pumped for everyone to be able to listen in on what we were talking about and stuff so thank you so much for coming on today yeah no definitely thanks for having me yeah you got it all right man uh we'll be talking soon huh for sure all right peace bye